0: Repent ye, for the kingdom of
1: heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips.
2: And our mouths shall show forth thy praise.
1: O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the
2: beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
1: Our King and Savior draweth nigh, O come, let us adore him. Together the Vanity on page 4 of the booklet. O come, let us sing unto the Lord, let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him, for he cometh For he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Psalm 1 on page 345 and Psalm 3 on page 346.
1: Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of sinners, and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful.
2: But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he, will he exercise himself day and night.
1: And he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside, side, that will bring forth fruit in due season.
2: His leaf also shall not wither, and look, whatever whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper.
1: As for the ungodly, it is not so with them. But they are like the chaff, which the wind scattereth away from the face of the earth.
2: Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinners in the congregation of the righteous.
1: But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish.
2: Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise against me.
1: Many one there be that say of my soul, There is no help for him in his God.
2: But thou, O Lord, art my defender, thou art my worship, and the
1: lifter of my head. I did call upon the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill.
2: I laid me down and slept, and rose up again, for the Lord sustained me.
1: I will not be afraid for ten thousands of the people that have set themselves against me round about.
2: Up, Lord, and help me, O my God, for thou smitest all mine enemies upon the cheekbone, and hast broken the teeth of the ungodly.
1: Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, and thy blessing is upon thy people.
2: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the book of Isaiah. The vision of isaiah the son of amos which he saw concerning judah and jerusalem in the days of uzziah jotham ahaz and hezekiah kings of judah hear o heavens and give ear o earth for the lord has spoken i have nourished and brought up children and they have rebelled against me the ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's crib but israel does not know my people do not consider Alas, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a brood of evil doers, children who are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked anger, the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backward. Why should you be stricken again? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faints. From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed or bound up or soothed with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Strangers devour your land in your presence, and it is desolate, as overthrown by strangers. So the daughter of Zion is left as a booth in the vineyard, as a hut in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city, unless the Lord of hosts has left to us a very small remnant. We would
0: have become like Sodom. We would have been made like Gomorrah. Here endeth the first lesson. Quarite Dominum, on page 6 of the booklet.
1: Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my words be that go forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
3: Here beginneth the Gospel according to Mark. THE BEGINNING OF THE GOSPEL OF JESUS CHRIST, THE SON OF GOD AS IT IS WRITTEN IN THE PROPHETS BEHOLD, I SEND MY MESSENGER BEFORE YOUR FACE WHO WILL PREPARE YOUR WAY BEFORE YOU THE VOICE OF ONE CRYING IN THE WILDERNESS PREPARE THE WAY OF THE LORD, MAKE HIS path STRAIGHT JOHN CAME BAPTIZING IN THE WILDERNESS AND PREACHING a BAPTISM OF REPENTANCE FOR THE REMISSION OF SINS then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Immediately the Spirit drove him into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and was with the wild beast and the angels administered to him.
0: Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page seven of the booklet. Blessed be
1: the Lord God of Israel, To give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. To give light to them that sit in darkness, and in the shadow of death. And to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be O Lord, show thy mercy upon us
2: and grant us thy salvation.
1: O God, may clean our hearts within us,
2: and take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility. <coughs> that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead we may rise to the life of mortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the holy ghost now and ever amen O god who art the author of peace and lover of concord and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life whose service is perfect freedom defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we surely trusting in thy defense may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of jesus christ our lord amen O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus
0: Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We are today in the second day of
4: Advent. and beginning a new lectionary. And um, the lectionary consists of Isaiah. A unique feature of Advent is that the Isaiah reading will be sequential morning and evening. So this morning's Isaiah reading will continue tonight. This will happen throughout Advent. And then the other significant thing about this particular Advent, it's the longest possible Advent because Christmas is on Sunday. So it has a full fourth week of Advent. So we'll actually Read the entire lectionary during Advent, uh, which we don't always get to do uh, because uh, the season varies by by um, you know, by year by year. Looking at Isaiah, Isaiah, the prophet um, is is sort of a quintessential prophet of Advent because um, he has prophecies of um, confronting sin and evil in Israel combined with prophecies of hope. And the historical setting for Isaiah is um, the late eighth century. His ministry is say between maybe 739, 740 B.C. and maybe 701 B.C. And that sort of window there, and he mentions the kings of his during the time of his prophecy. And during this time, the northern kingdom becomes overrun and conquered by the Assyrians, and the southern kingdom is becomes a shadow of its former self, and it it um also is a uh, his his minister prelude to the to the coming of the wicked king manasseh who was the worst of the kings of judah whose long and idolatrous reign set the stage for for the, the eventual um conquest of, of of judah by babylon and in in judah's own exile so isaiah will will prophecy and his prophecy will cover a lot of historical ground because even though he is an historical prophet in the late 700s he will talk about the Babylonian captivity which will happen you know a hundred and some years later and even prophesy the return from that <clears throat> we should understand um these prophecies though their historical setting is for us an image of of the the, the message of the spiritual life which is sin causes us to be separated from God and languish in our lives in much the way that Isaiah is talking about Israel. And that creates a kind of exile. And so the category of return from exile that Isaiah prophesies then is our own spiritual return from this distance from God, we feel because of our our sin and, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and, and back into the state of blessing. And we remember in the, in the prophetic critique, there are two principal um, criticisms of Israel. They, one is that she worships local idols. She, she confesses Yahweh and worships around the temple, but in her local life, she worships the baals and under every high tree. And this kind of relates in the spiritual life where we confess the name of Jesus Christ and we come to church but in little in our little settings of life we make sort of sort of sub compromises and then uh, the other co- 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 critique of Israel was she made alliances with foreign rulers rather than trusting only in God and this is our own temp- temptation to trust in other secular things or other uh, approaches not just for a whole trust in God and his word it's so it, and the other thing that we have is this is this connection here between the Isaiah prophecy and the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, and the um, the sort of it sets side by side. Therefore, today the critique against Israel and her idolatry and her sin, and the presentation of the Messiah of Israel in whom redemption is going to be found. Because the idea, the theological idea, is that um, Israel. Israel's behavior exposes human sin. And the answer to that is Jesus Christ, who becomes the Son of God, who becomes man for us and does on Israel's behalf what Israel was not able to do. Human nature ends up stuck in sin, in exile and separation from God. Jesus, the Son of God, becomes man to bring us back from that exile. And it is through our baptism into him and our following of him that we are able to find the grace to return from the exile in our own lives. And we have a, and Mark gets right to the point. John appears, he preaches a baptism of repentance. Here is Jesus. And in and, and the wilderness temptation is, is covered in a very brief sentence. And here is the answer. Jesus is the one who fulfills the covenant. And this also, should inform our psalm reading that this morning we, we had Psalm 1, and it begins, Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly or stood in the way of sinners. And the reason that the gender uh, language of Psalm 1 is very important is we really understand throughout the psalms when it says, Blessed is the man. The man is Jesus Christ, the one who epitomizes in his person the way Israel is supposed to walk. And then, for us, we become blessed as we walk in him, as we follow his footsteps and faithfulness and 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 um which for us then, as we think about the season of advent and advent disciplines, the call to repent as we we really grow in repentance, we're not you know being sorry for our initial sins all over again, continually as much as we are growing in the understanding of the way the subtle ways our lives become disconnected so a way to think about advent is to examine our lives really the patterns of our lives each day what is um, what in it, in our lives daily draws us away what takes the place of prayer as the root for our life how are we and and this is a good time during advent we talk about fasting and you know there can always be a food component of of removing some of the extra stuff and 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 focusing on a more simple way of 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 diet of dieting, but also the place of electronics, distractions, things we quickly go to for comfort, and practicing some disconnection for those things, and practicing staying in our prayer of, of focusing more of our attention on the presence of Christ with us. Um, and and developing new patterns that bring us out of that sort of exile we experience into a more um, uh, a closer experience. And and when we when we practice disciplines, Advent Advent for us is not as um, intensely penitential as Lent is, but it should be seen as preparatory season with a penitential character. And it's really an opportunity for us to sort of change behaviors for four full weeks and if we do that we'll notice as we practice each day saying no to things that kind of draw us away and staying more focused in our prayer be more conscious of how we're called to love in the various spaces of our life making a more conscious effort to do that as we turn away from the distractions and focus more on prayer and what we're doing We practice whatever the contours of our disciplines are for several weeks it will have an impact on us We'll feel uh, a closeness to God. When Christmas comes, we can celebrate the feast with a kind of renewed joy of, of, of something, of, being, um, of, of having experienced this sense of return from exile. Even if the exile is just a, a minor drift into a kind of spiritual malaise, we'll feel a, a sense of rekindling of, of our faith during during the season. A few thoughts about today's lessons and the season. We
1: continue with the intercession on page ten of the booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual
0: Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy
1: upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks. For all thy goodness
0: and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation,
1: preservation, and all the blessings of this life to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your Advent season. Right.
2: Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you,
0: Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful Thank you. day. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you.